Just how good is this Arizona prospect? We ask these questions while taking a dive into the Coyotes prospect pipeline. With the WHO and CHL playoffs underway, it's only appropriate that we start with one of Arizona's top prospects, forward Dylan Gunther. That's on today's episode of Locked On Coyotes. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. everybody i'm your host robin leonio that's carl pavlik right beside me on this episode of locked on coyotes before we want to get started i want to let you guys know today's episode is brought to you by bet online bet online has you covered this season with more props odds and lines than ever before bet online where the game starts and i want to thank everyone for making locked on coyotes your first listen every day we are free and available wherever you get your shows but we got a prospect pipeline report, Carl, because uh, the WHL playoffs are going on right now. And the um, today is game three of the Eastern Conference Finals in the WHL between the Winnipeg Ice and the Edmonton Oil Kings. If you follow the Coyotes prospects, you know the Edmonton Oil Kings have ninth overall pick from the 2021 draft, Dylan Gunther, and that is the topic of today's show. Yep. Dylan Gunther, uh, also known as the saving grace for most Coyotes fans this season. Uh, I know plenty of people on Twitter were mostly just like surviving the Coyotes season. And then you get to just watch Dylan Gunther highlights. Uh, and that was always very fun. And those highlights are continuing as Edmonton goes into the playoffs. Dylan Gunther has definitely impressed in probably more ways than I would have expected. I mean, like, I knew he was going to be good. I mean, he again, he was drafted ninth overall last year. So, like, obviously, he's got he's got some stuff going for him. Um, but I'm looking at some of his stats right here. Let's look at his regular season stats first. We have the Edmonton Oil Kings. That is 45 goals, 46 assists for 91 points in 59 games yep i'm sorry what <laughs> 91 <laughs> points in 59 games in the regular season yeah just absolutely gross uh it's you know i i think gunther was highly touted uh, but i'm not sure if anyone expected him to have that kind of season you know we couldn't really tell uh the oil kings the you know his draft year were we're limited to just 12 games. He had 12 goals and 12 assists. Very nice. Can he sustain that over a full season? That's a, you know, that's a legitimate question. The answer was yes, he absolutely can. And he mm -hmm. has something that the Coyotes haven't had in a very long time. And that's like a pure goal scorer. Oh, and yeah. And not just that is this, the skill that comes with it too. Like he finds the right spots to get there and makes it look easy <laughs> yeah yeah and it it really does like 
And that's why it's so fun to watch the highlights because it's he's almost like effortless and he's like, but also completely engaged. It's just a joy to watch because you're like, all right, I see what he's doing. I see what he's doing. And then it's just a goal and you're like, oh, dang, he really got it from like right there. And it's just beautiful. And let's and and let and let's give him some extra credit too because again I just mentioned his regular season stats. Yep. Playoffs so far again he's still playing, and he's got fifteen uh, points in ten games, including eleven goals. So eleven goals. So also still, you know, over a point per game. Like yeah. <laughs> He is third in the WHL in goals scored. Uh, the two people ahead of him have played two more games, though. So, you know, one hat trick from Dylan Gunther, he could be right up there on top. Yeah, and it's, it, it is such a refresh to see all that, right? Because, you know, the Coyotes haven't had a crazy amount of luck with the draft picks. Um, I mean, they've had some good, you know, some good pickups in the first round, you know. Um, you know, Barrett Hayton seems to be, you know, promising still, you know, he's, he's slowly growing up. Clayton Keller was a great pick in the first round. Um, mm-hmm. but Jacob Chikrin, know, of course, Jacob, Jacob Chikrin, of course. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's just, but a lot of the other times you see something like you see a pick and you're just like, Oh, what's going to come out of this? Especially, you know, you know, a top 10 pick, right. You just kind of, you kind of question yourself like, is this person going to pan out? Is this not going to pan out? We talked about that, you know, when the Coyotes dropped the third in the lottery for this year's draft. It's like, we're just like, oh man, here we go. Third again. The last two people that did third overall, what happened? But, uh, but Gunther has been a breath of fresh air. Oh yeah. It, it's, it's definitely a very different situation for the Coyotes. Um, and honestly, like it's very unexpected because the Coyotes didn't have a first round pick going into the draft. Uh, They had to get that from Vancouver. So I know that, you know, we weren't exactly expecting the Coyotes to be drafting someone like Dylan Gunther. Mm -hmm. And then just seeing the, you know, the season he's had so often, like it felt like the Coyotes were trying to draft, you know, centers for the sake of centers. Um, You know, Dylan Strom over Mitch Marner kind of stands out as that kind of situation but you know dylan gunther like i feel like they're just like hey we need someone who can score goals we're gonna get goals like and you know they got a player who you know seems to be panning out that way he absolutely is gonna need more time to develop and like you said he gets into areas and you're like how do you do that he's not gonna be able to do that in the nhl that's oh no absolutely not because uh the uh the whl is major junior we're talking kids up to 20 years old versus some of the most elite players in the world definitely gonna read gunther pretty fast so like he's gotta he's gotta develop his game away from just that and figure out what else he can do to really get himself to stand out and i think so far from what i am seeing he is very slowly getting there yeah I mean, he he seems to be doing everything right. Like, I haven't, you know, heard any, like, major weaknesses in his game. Uh, most of, you know, me watching him is me watching him through highlights, which is, of course, when he's going to look his best. But, you know, 
I am keeping up with the team. I'm not seeing any kind of like things that may have me concerned. I think he's still going to need some time to develop, but he's on the right path. He is on the right path indeed. We're going to continue this conversation. We're talking Dylan Gunther on this prospect pipeline report of Lockdown Coyotes. We're going to get to a little bit more about how we think his game is and maybe you know what we're going to see, we hope to see from him down the road and sort of such. Before we get into any more, though, I want to let you guys know about our friends at Athletic Greens. I run a busy schedule, which means sometimes I admittedly don't get all the daily vitamins and nutrition I need for the day, which is why I'm glad I'm able to turn to AG1 from Athletic Greens. It's your one-stop shop to, of more than 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, and more to get you your day started right. Just one scoop of the special blend, and you're on your way to improve and support your gut health, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle-friendly, whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, and best of all, it costs you less than $3 a day. So that is less than your daily cold brew habit. I know for me, I love my cold brew, but this costs much less. Right now, and I'll tell you, I do it, and I've been doing it every day, and it has been fantastic. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day, and that's it. No need for a million different pills, supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. So let's continue this episode of Locked On Coyotes. Once again, Robin Leonio and Carl Pavlak, as we discussed Dylan Gunther in this prospect pipeline report. Um, and... You know, again, it, today is game three of the Winnipeg Ice versus Edmonton Oral Kings in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, I reached out to um, some of my some of our colleagues, Carl, at uh, Locked On Senators, because they were actually yes. they were actually at the game, one of the games this weekend. I can't remember one; it was either one or two. Um, and I asked, and I asked him, "Hey, keep an eye out on Spicy Del Forest. Let us know how he's doing." Uh, um, and they instantly responded. He's like, "He looks elite, elite. He had, a, yeah. he had a nasty snipe in the second period." And then, of course, that's when I saw the saw the uh, uh, the the replay of it in the highlight. And I'm like, I'm just like, get ready for the future, guys. Get ready for the future. <laughs> Yeah, it was absolutely a very, very good goal. Uh, he has just looked exceptionally well. Like, and I love the consistency of it. Like the eleven goals in ten games. I believe he has scored a goal in every game, in addition mm -hmm. to a multi-goal game. So, like, that's what you really want, and that's something that the Coyotes don't have. Like, so many of their goal scorers are streaky. If they could get someone who could like be a like player who you can expect to get like, you know, consistent goals, like maybe a future 40 goal score. That would be huge. Uh, I'm not saying Dylan Gunther is going to be that for sure, but I mean, I'm liking what I'm seeing very early in the process for something like that. I mean, it just shows you the potential, right? It doesn't like, yeah. obviously it shows you how good they are right now. And they and he looks good. Good. 
Um, and if that's the kind of you know trajectory that he's on, his career path, his career arc, like this, like in a bit based off essentially like what what Locked On Senators told us, like I mean, he very well could be elite. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, like look that freaking good. Um, be a really good, could down the road if you went once the redraft happens. Some people are going to ask, how in the world did Dylan Gunther fall to nine? That, I mean, that, that could be the case. I mean, obviously, it's too early to say now. Of course, of course. Um, but like, uh, I'm envisioning that happening. Yeah, it, I mean, it's definitely you know a very good season for for a player who absolutely like needed to have one because you know, like I said, there was some question as to what he can do. Mostly, that was because you know COVID just devastated the WHL season last year. Um, but you know, I, he has really kind of shown me, like, no, I am an elite player. You are right. Like, we're probably going to look back and be like, he should have gone way higher. Like, no one really knew like what any of the younger players were doing. Like, because you know that was just kind of the way it was. I'm sure player or like coaching staff and like scouts would love to have seen more than what uh, 23 games across mm-hmm. two leagues in a world juniors from Dylan Gunther last year uh, leading up to the draft. Absolutely. And it's, uh, and, it, and it makes it more all, all, all the worthwhile exciting, right? You know, seeing yeah. all, you know, seeing how well he's doing and, and um, now off of a full season, um, Especially because, yeah, he had, like you said, um, yeah, that that very few amount of games played last year, and it's just like, ooh, man, like what what can you find out? And obviously, it's like, oh yeah, it's a whole lot. Um, and he's able to stay, and in relatively like, like I wouldn't say, like I can't use the word consistent because because um, it's not the same, but like improving, like. Yeah. Look at his um, pre-COVID year, right? It was 58 games played in 2019-2020 and 59 points. Still over a point per game. Yeah. So, like, there's definitely something there. There, He was a player who, you know, has shown what he can do. This isn't a flash-in-the-pan season, um, which, you know, is definitely what you want. Uh, You know, there are definitely players who, like, have a great, final year of juniors or second to last year of juniors and then make the jump to the NHL. But when you have like that kind of like track record, you can look back and be like, no, Dylan Gunther has always been a a player who you should keep your eye on. And he's just continuing to be that like that says something. Absolutely. And it's just continues to excite me. The fact that, you know, he's doing this well. Um, And how he's going to look for the coyotes down in the future. Cause um you know, as we as we've been talking about, because the Coyotes are piece by piece, building piece by piece, and they're not in a rush, so they can keep Gunther, um, you know, developing in, in the uh, in the Canadian Hockey League for at least one more season. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, what's the rush? Let him. I mean, like if he's too good, come this you know training camp, then yeah, obviously you got to bring him in. Just because there's yeah. no, because then that, that's just time, you know, that's just talent being wasted in, in the WHL. But I mean, like, again, no rush. Yeah. There, there's no rush. Uh, I, I am not sure that he is going to be 
too good. Uh, I, I think he is going to benefit from another year. Um, and, you know, I, I don't think he's going to have the support on the team next year if, you know, to make that jump, but maybe a couple games to start the season. Well, we, um, in fact, you know what, let's, let's talk about that kind of stuff, you know, like this next season, what this next, what, what, you know, the rest of this season, the next season kind of can spell for him and, uh, just, you know, what we can, maybe what we envision with, you know, his role with the Arizona Coyotes down in the future, all that and more in just a sec, but first a quick word from Carl. So our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports information. You can find all the latest odds, news, sports development, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. Also, if you are watching hockey, you get a lot of crazy things to bet on. You got the Battle of Alberta. You got the Battle of Florida. All of the games are crazy, so find some fun bets that you could do on Bet Online. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Bet Online, where the game starts. So let's continue this episode of Lockdown Coyotes talking Don Gunther. Um, once again, as I've uh, as mentioned earlier, he is uh, uh, still in the playoffs at this time. At the time that you know that we're that we're releasing this episode, game three is tonight against the, uh, for the Edmonton Oil Kings against the Winnipeg Ice. We'll get to that maybe in a little bit, but um, let's talk a little bit about just more specifically Gunther's future before we maybe, maybe see how we can do for the rest of the playoffs. But actually, let's do, let's, let's do that. How can Gunther perform for the rest of the playoffs? And how is it going to impact? Well, how we like how we see things. I mean, at this point, I don't really think there's much more Gunther can do. Like outside of the team winning, I think Gunther has kind of proven his point. He's like, I am a force to be reckoned with. Like, I, I hope he can continue the hot streak, but you know, I'm sold. I. I I am fine. I am, you know, not committed to the Oil Kings winning the playoffs to be like a sign that Gunther is ahead. I mean, he is one of the top people with the. Uh, I mean, he is the top scorer for the Oil Kings right now, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, top three in the in the league in for the playoffs right now. One of the players is actually, and one of the other t- um, top ones is actually from. Uh, from the Winnipeg Ice, they're <laughs> the team they're, they're up against. Yep, um, that's always fun. And uh, he's got a couple teammates out there helping him out. But you know, one thing I'd really love to see, and obviously, you know, um, I'm not, you know, diving deep into the WHL and the Canadian Hockey League and seeing what's going on over there and, and comparing team by team. Um, but you know. W- what definitely wouldn't hurt is going for a run in the and see, seeing if he can help if he can help carry the uh, the Oil Kings through a Memorial Cup run because yeah. let's be real that does really help a lot in terms of you know what's going to help you know just evaluating skill down the road um, and and I think when it came to drafting obviously he's already drafted so that doesn't really mean much anymore but comes to drafting i mean like 
there might have been a reason why you know Dylan Strome was taking third overall because hey, Memorial Cup fresh just played alongside, uh, you know, a, 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 alongside freaking Connor McDavid. So like, yeah, but. And, and I mean like going deep in like it like going for a cup run that's going to give Gunther like much needed experience. And it's going to get him used to a level of pressure that he needs if he wants to be an NHL player. So, like, it, it's great if they do it. Uh, I just, like, I don't know enough about the team to know, like, how much they can go. Uh, like, I, I think, you know, you said that uh, Winnipeg is also on there. Um, but I'm seeing a lot more Winnipeg uh, team uh, or players like on the goal list more so than Edmonton. So like, I, I don't want to go too much into like, I don't know. I don't know what his support is. I don't know what the rest of the lineup is. Um, but yeah, I would love to see him go deep. Uh, what was fun is I actually looked at the, um, like I, I just looked at the bracket to see how, how things were in the oil, both the oil Kings and, and the ice, they just freaking ran through their side of the bracket. So <laughs> yeah. two, two hot teams meeting. Uh, that's always fun. Um, but yeah, like I said, I think like Dylan Gunther has proven what he can do. Uh, like I said previously, I'm not sure he's going to be on the team next year. I think that's fine. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to be overcooked, uh, but I think he definitely has a long-term future with the the Coyotes. Yeah, and and again, I think that goes to um, like you said, you don't see him being too good come uh, come training camp, um, which again, you know, which which would make sense. And like I said in the previous segment, is he's still got that one year left of eligibility in the Canadian Hockey League. Before yeah. about twenty year that that uh, before he turns twenty and event and has to get sent to and he has to go pro, which means that uh, it's either Roadrunners or Coyotes. Um, which by that point, you'd hope he's good enough for the Coyotes. Yeah. Although I, I do kind of wonder, uh, you know, maybe he could use a year in the AHL. It is a league for that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but usually, I, I, if you are a top 10 pick in the, in an NHL draft. I mean, yeah, they, you go like a lot, go through the, uh, uh, go through the AHL and it happens like, you know, last year, because there wasn't a CHL, you know, the freaking Ontario rain had what, um, uh, Jane, um, who, who do they have? Um, okay. Those are, uh, I can't think of Ontario, but the, San Diego Golds had Jamie Drysdale and um, and Trevor Zegers on their team. Like, what's oh yeah, <laughs> um, and it makes and, it, and it, that made sense. But you know, it's hard to say. I mean, maybe a year also in in Tucson for for Gunther. But I think to keep in mind um, is just the overall t- you know timeline of of how how things got. Um, I'm not sure if you know the top of the top um, this information on the top of your head, but do you know what the slide con deals are in terms of how many years you can slide in the LC? Uh, once I believe you can only slide it once. Mm-hmm. Okay, good to know. 
because he's already on his ELC. Yeah. I may be wrong with this slide one. Uh, I did not look that up uh, before, but I, here's here is what I will say about Dylan Gunther. Um, I I think that the Coyotes are at a point in their rebuild where patience is the best thing for. Gunther's development as well as his mental game. You do not want him to be on the Arizona Coyotes team next season. We we have talked about like that is not going to be much improvement over this past year, mm-hmm. if any. Uh, I think it'll be a little bit more. I, I think there'll be like a, a step up, but it depends a lot on who Bill Armstrong gets this off season. Um, but yeah, um, just like, you know, when we talked about, uh, the coyote drafting Cooley, like, and he's going back to, or he's going to college to play, mm-hmm. like, it's fine. Like let the prospects simmer. Let them, yeah. Let them develop as much as, as much as you can and, and, uh, have them ready come, uh, 2024, 2025, in which the coyotes will be right back on track. <laughs> yeah. It, And if you look at a player like Clayton Keller, he didn't have to go to the AHL. And it's entirely possible that Dylan Gunther won't either. But let's be realistic. Some players do. Some players need to, like, work on, you know, their defensive game, like playing away from the puck, getting the right habits for, you know, a professional athlete. Because it is a very big jump from juniors to the NHL. Like, very big. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and the one, and, and the one thing you just don't want to do, and I think this is this this comes to be a case of the overcooking of certain players, um, is they end up becoming um, what I call, and what a lot of other people call, a quadruple A player. Is yeah. they're too good for the American Hockey League, but they just they just cannot translate into the NHL. And I know yeah. there's probably a few people that you know who I'm thinking about um, that in just the Coyote system who fit yeah. into that mold of being a quadruple A player. Um, and it sucks. You know, it really sucks. So you, you hope you could see the best of that. And I think, which is, and that's why I'm very conscious about, you know, about Gunther and making sure he doesn't stay down too long based off his skill set. Yeah. And, and I, I really don't think there's you know i'm not sure like it'll be interesting to see like how he shows up to camp i think he could probably like you know he'd probably benefit from gaining a couple pounds like because you know he's still a teenager Mm -hmm. like and physically i'd like to see him develop more that way he's uh listed six one and a half 181 pounds which you know good but especially with the height i'd like a little bit more um and, you know, for a player like him, I think his play away from the puck is going to be the major factor. Uh, but I would not be surprised if, you know, he gets a couple games with the Coyotes and then they send him back. Uh, I don't know what Bears' feelings on that is. As a former, you know, juniors coach, you would think he would know how to best handle a player like Dylan Gunther, which mm-hmm. is why I'm glad that the team is set up the way it is. 
I'm glad, like, and this is the perfect example of why, like, you brought in a junior, like, Kaidi's brought in a junior player, right? Because I'm mean, a junior coach to to coach their team, and not, instead of you know recycling the same old white dude, um, because you know you because again you're trying something new and you're getting someone with that kind of experience working with the younger players as they're developing, you know, into their next step. Um, and again, and that's why I point to the 2024, 2025, because by that time you're hoping Cooley has, you know, you know, has, is, is ready for the game. Gunther is ready for the game. Don may be so by that point. Um, I think Don's going to be a little bit more. Well, that might be the, that he might be as like a, a senior in college by that point or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then, um, a lot of the other, you know, maybe, you know, crossing your fingers, Arizona Coyotes get Connor Bedard. Another game changer right there. And then all of a sudden things are different by that year. Like, yeah. Also, um, hopefully Victor Soderstrom is, uh, is where is, he needs to be. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, you know, on the, on, and, and if we want to speak hypotheticals, Austin Matthews comes home by that time. But, <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that's all the hypotheticals, but yeah, like there is a good timeline for the coyotes and it fits with Gunther having enough time to develop into an NHL player. So yeah. everyone, also, I, did, oh, I, I did look it up with the slide contract yeah. as they can be slided to, um, for no more than three years. So I was off with one. Uh, no more than three. I was like, ah, it's either one or a couple. Yeah. But thank you for looking that up. Uh, hopefully you didn't leave an angry comment uh, without waiting to the end. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, I mean, like there's, um, I think this is, I'm like, which is again, kind of going back to what we we're saying. I think this is why the Coyotes are in a perfect position. Right, because the no the no rush attitude. Because um, there are a lot of players out there. I mean, there's a lot of teams out there who who are just like, you know what, you know, two years from now, we want to be a competing team. You want to compete back to the playoffs again, and they're just going to rush their players and be like, all right, you come up, and we're going to play. Um, and that ends up, you know, becoming a major problem. Um. And mm-hmm. because they are so set in their ways on that, I'm glad the Coyotes are committed to a full rebuild. Uh, does it suck because they're going to be a not good team for a while? Yeah, of course. Because, I mean, it does. I mean, it would suck for anybody to you know, have to, you know, follow, be a fan of, cover, whatever, you know, one of the worst teams in the league but you know as we talked about it's that short-term pain for long-term success i'm i am fully committed carl to the to the rebuild the vision of this rebuild that so far bill armstrong has implemented i am uh excited to see how he is going to execute it when it become when it comes time to the emergence period yeah, uh, I mean, it, it really is going to depend on how things actually happen in the next couple of years. Because right now we're just talking hypotheticals. We're we're trying to envision the future, but things are are lining up good. Absolutely. But that is about it. We are out of time for this episode of Locked On Coyotes. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a review, like, comment, subscribe. If you have yet to already, we are available everywhere 
you get your podcast, including on YouTube. As a reminder, everyone will never have a paywall, so you never have to pay to view or listen to any of our content. But don't forget to interact with us on social media. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash LockedOnCoyotes, on Instagram at LockedOnCoyotes, and on Twitter at LO underscore Coyotes. I am personally at Robin underscore Leano. It is Robin with a Y underscore L-E-A-N-O. Carl Pavlock is Carl Pavlock at Interact with us, ask the question you might have, and we'll answer right back or on a future episode of the Locked On Coyote Podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you guys are staying safe out there. Hope you guys are staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on. Hello!